Hey guys, and welcome back to the Swearing Mamas podcast. I'm Lauren, one of the hosts of the show. So if you're new here, this is a podcast sharing all of the good, the bad, and the sweary moments of motherhood. Um, And I normally have my co-host, Lindsay. She's been out for the summer, so hopefully we'll have her back soon. Um, So for the past few episodes, I've done some, like, guest spots or interviews or conversations with friends, and um, today I just wanted to do an episode on my own because in the podcast, when it's me and Lindsay, we're steadily updating about our lives and where we are um, as people and also especially where we are as parents, where our children are, and um, as much fun as I've been having with everyone else, I haven't really gotten to fully update all of those things um, about myself and about Oliver's life. So I thought I would take this week to do it because I think it's a great time because, first of all, it's been a freaking horrible week. <laughs> and um, as much as I'd love to only be able to bring, like, comedy moments to the show like a big part of why we're here is so that you guys can see what a bad time I've had um because I'm I know that you guys are having a bad time too and it's not a negative view it's not like parenting is always horrible um you know I haven't had a week this bad in a really long time um but the fact is that times like this do exist and so yeah uh what (laughs) what perfect timing um I get to share that with you, and I get to share some changes Oliver's been going through and some things in my own life. Um, So, before I really get too into it, the first thing that I wanted to announce is that we have a Patreon account now. So, if you go to patreon.com slash swearingmamas, and I'll put that link in the episode uh, info, and I'll put it on our social media, um... But basically, for anyone who doesn't know, Patreon is a subscription service, so you can go on and support your favorite creators that way financially, but we really base it off of a small um, amounts of money because um, we want e- we want people who you know value what we're already doing to be able to contribute in a way that's affordable, but we also do want to offer like exclusive content and things um, to like as a way to say thank you. So, um, there are a couple of different tiers. You can, first one starts at a dollar. Um, for a dollar a month, you'll get a bonus episode. It will go up on the Patreon website. Uh, there won't be any ads. Um, and then it goes up from there. There'll be, I think there's like a dollar, a $5, a $10, and then a $50. So each level has different benefits to it. Um, there'll be things, uh, I believe it's on the $5 level. There are things like uh, blogs. Um, We'll do videos as well. We'll probably mostly do videos, which um, could be a vlog. It could be a how-to. It could be product reviews or um, games or all sorts of different things. I really think that the kind of content that you guys are going to get on there is going to be a lot of fun though. And I am really excited about some ideas that I have. So I hope that you guys are interested too. And, um, and I hope that some of you will, um, subscribe, not just because it helps us to keep this podcast going and to get better, um, 
because it does like the money will directly go before we ever take any kind of um, paycheck out of it. The money will go towards things like I have professional recording equipment being a musician, but Lindsay doesn't. So, you know, it'll go towards getting her things like that. It'll go towards getting us a swearingmamas.com if that doesn't exist <laughs> um, or something like that sort of website. Um, it'll go toward graphic design costs and you know, things like that so that we can really, like, present the best possible, um, for back of a lack of, for back of a letter word, <laughs> uh, product to you guys so that, you know, when you go to our website, it'll look great so that when you listen to our podcast, it'll sound, you know, really nice. Um, so that's really what we're hoping for, um, financially. And then down the line, we would love it if we, ended up making enough money that we could sort of take this on as more than just um, an extra thing that we do, but maybe, you know, do shows or um, like live shows or, you know, do more projects, like do more in-person stuff. Because Lindsay and I, we uh, conference call our episodes. So when we, when we record together, so you know, give us an opportunity to do more things together, um, to do more things for you guys. Um, and, and who really knows? Like, just I really want to do as much as possible with swearing mamas, um, because I love it, and also because I think it's really valuable. And I hope that you guys feel that way too. It's valuable to me uh, because, like I've said probably a thousand times on this show, there are so many moments of parenting that feel so lonely and so dark and so terrible, um, and I hope. I really hope that we make you laugh, but I hope above all that we remind you that you're not going through it alone and that we remind you that you're not a bad mom because you let your kid use the iPad or watch the TV or, you know, whatever it may be. If, if you're new to the show and you haven't yet caught any episodes with Lindsay, I definitely encourage you to listen back to some episodes when she's on because... Her and I, we have a lot in common, but we're also two different moms, and we don't always parent the same way, and we'll talk about topics a lot, um, and our opinions on things are not always the same, but we never mom shame, not each other, not anyone else, um, you know, we're really, like, anti-judgment on <laughs> pretty much most, almost everything, <laughs> I mean, Lindsay and I, like, we're not exactly the same people, and yet we always manage to make, like, we've never yet had an episode where we ended up hating each other, and so I guess my point here is that, like, even if you listen to certain episodes, even if we get heated and um, really passionate about what we're saying, uh, and even if that's something that you differ on with us, just keep going because you will find lots of things that we probably agree on. And, um, and really the heart of swearing mamas is to say, you know, that if you're, if you're trying your best and you're, um, you love your kids and you're doing what you can as a mom, like you're doing enough and you're doing great. So yeah. Um, anyhow. Blah blah blah. All of that aside, <laughs> um, back to the pa back to the Patreon account. If you do go to our Patreon site now through uh, the end of October, so like I guess this ends November first. Um, if you become a subscriber, you get a shout out on one of the you know swearing mama's episode. We'll say your name and thank you for subscribing. Um, 
So, yeah, I don't know. We may do that forever. <laughs> but um, I guess it's really hard to say if we'll end up getting, you know, one subscriber or 100 subscribers. I have no idea. Um, I'm pretty new to Patreon. I've, I only, you know, learned about it recently from other people. So um, I don't know how it'll go, but I hope it'll go great. But point being, go ahead and um, sign up and, yeah, at least through October, you'll get a shout out. <laughs> um, and then also while I'm doing this, I guess I should go ahead and mention again, if you've missed it, we do also have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash swearing mamas. I think, I don't know how Facebook groups, if you search swearing mamas though, it's the only group called that. Um, but yeah, and, um, the swearing mamas group is a great place for, um, memes, <laughs> Uh, for people to share, chat, meet other moms, laugh, discuss, you know, create friendships. And then on the weekends, you're also allowed to promote yourself. Um, I know people have been a little bit shy about this in the past, and I've noticed that people will tend to promote themselves more on a post if I make it. And sometimes I forget to do that, guys, because I am um, crazy. I have a lot going on. Um <laughs> But I just wanted to also mention, like, if I've not made a post saying, like, ah, it's the weekend time, feel free to promote yourself um, Friday through Sunday, you are always welcome to make your own post and say, like, happy Saturday, I'm doing a sale on my website or whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, the only catch is the group is only open to moms. So if you're not a parent and you're listening, that's awesome. And I'd love to hear if, you know, you like our podcast, if you're getting anything out of it. Um, and if you're a dad, we also love you and you're welcome to like our page and message us on there, tweet at us at swearing mamas or anything like that. But Facebook group is specifically for moms, um, so that we can really be, so that we can really foster an environment that feels non-judgmental and that feels safe um, for us to talk about really anything. And, and you know, it, the intention is parenting, but really, like, we're all going through a lot of things. So this is just your reminder to join the group, but also if you're in the group that, you know, you don't have to be an admin to post. Like, you can post at any time, and if it's weekends, you can promote your business um, shit, just promote your Instagram if you want. It doesn't matter. Um, we really want to support you. Like, we're so grateful that you listen to this podcast, um, and that you, you know, take the time to hear what we have to say that, you know, I want to return the favor and, uh, support you in whatever way that I can. And, um, and also one day, if I ever have money, I want to buy stuff from all of you. You guys, uh, all sell cool stuff. And I know a lot of you sell cool stuff and you haven't shared on there. So, uh, do it because uh, some of us are like looking for places to buy certain things. So anyway, that's my um, my little plug about our Patreon and about our Facebook group. Um, so yeah, let me go ahead and jump into my life. So first things first, let's talk about why it's a horrible week for me. Um, well, first of all, like, Monday was Labor Day and I think it just threw me off. Because then Tuesday, I thought it was Monday and blah, blah, blah. So, like, you would think, like, a short week would be awesome. But I think it confused me a little bit. And, like, even today, I woke up and it was Saturday. I'm recording on Saturday. I know this won't come out until Monday. But I woke up and was, like, so confused. Thought it was supposed to be Friday. Um, but 
okay, short week, cool, whatever. Well, uh, I, I kind of like briefly mentioned this in the last episode, but I did recently find out I have a hernia. And once I find out more about this and go through the surgery and everything else, I will totally do a full length episode about it because, um, I, does seem that I got the hernia in childbirth, uh, because if you don't know, a hernia creates like this lump on your stomach. And I've had that since I can remember, uh, losing the weight, I believe is when I first saw it, the pregnancy weight, it didn't hurt or anything. So I didn't think I thought I, I, whatever, a couple of times I thought this or that about it. And I thought there might've been an issue with the abdominal wall, but what do I know? I don't, I don't know the human body and I wasn't in pain. So whatever. But I recently started having pains in my side and, um, eventually it hit me. I was like, wait, based upon where like I'm hurting, um, and I can kind of like draw, you know, the connections to where, um, well, I didn't draw the connection to where the lump was at first because it was just my side hurting, but I noticed I touched the lump by accident and that hurt. That's when I drew the connections. And then I realized like, oh, I think this is a hernia. And, uh, my godmother saw a picture and she had a hernia and she's like, that's a hernia. And then I had to go find a doctor cause I didn't have a doctor. Loved this doctor. Um, I have big anxiety about doctors because, um, I've seen a lot of them in my time and, um, had a lot of negative experiences. And when you are dealing with something that is so stressful, like for me, you know, my, it's the financial burden right now. And it's, it's like, I can't afford to go out and find another doctor. Like I've got one shot at this primary care, uh, situation. And so I hope that they're good you know, and so, um, I saw the doctor that was able to see me soonest. Cause of course I'm like, well, shit, you're a hernia can strangulate and you know, you can die. <laughs> uh, like it's probably fine, but you also could die. So I saw the doctor could see me soonest. Loved with her. I mean, everyone like the front desk was nice. They weren't playing any stupid, weird medical music. They were playing the Beatles, which was nice. Um, the nurse was so nice. The doctor was so nice. Well, I saw the nurse practitioner. She was so nice. So anyway, that was amazing to me. Um, and, uh, yeah, she confirmed it wasn't her, a hernia. So, <laughs> woohoo. I have an appointment this week to talk to a surgeon. So anyway, I'll talk more about that once I learn more, uh, later down the road, but who knows when it'll be yet. Uh, but in the meantime, what that means is I can't really do a lot of lifting and Oliver's crib was lowered like all the way. So I was having to fully bend, like, I'm going to almost do like a toe touch <laughs> to get this kid out of the crib and then lifting him up like that. I just knew this is not going to work for me. Um, and I knew that I had to try and pick him up as little as possible. And right before this hurting, like it's no wonder that I started getting pain because right before the pain happened, I had been really picking him up like a lot and throwing him around, throwing him up in the air, spinning around with him, putting him upside down. He loved it. Like that's the kind of stuff he loves right now. A little bit of roughhousing, 
you know, and I was excited that I felt strong enough to do that. And then, hello, there comes the side pains and I have a hernia, so can't do that anymore. So first things first, he's very unhappy that I can't do that. He's sort of gotten over it, but there are still times that he comes over and like puts his arms up and whines. And if Seth's here, he can pick him up and throw him around. But if he's not, I'm like, sorry, I can't pick you up. But also, you know, since the crib was lowered, I was like, okay, I cannot uh, continue to like pick him up like this. Let's just convert his crib into a toddler bed. And I've already, I already have chronic pain. So like, this is something I've already been considering doing. So yeah, we were like, cool, let's go ahead and convert it to a toddler bed. So we did. And the first night, Oliver like cried and banged on his door a bunch, but he went to sleep not long later. And then nap time the next day was like a no-go. But then the next night, he went right, pretty much right to bed. I mean, he cried a little bit, but he went right to bed. Um, and I think that for a few days, we, I can't remember. It's all, it was honestly all a blur. But what I will say is that he goes right to bed at night. Like, he will sleep in that bed and he's fine. Nap time, however, this kid is unhappy. Uh, so unhappy that he will not nap almost at all, almost ever. Except when Seth is here. So what the hell is up with that? Like, he'll nap for Seth. Like, today, it's Saturday, and, um, Seth and I are both here. Oliver napped, I mean, only an hour and a half, as opposed to his previous three-hour naps. But, like, he freaking took a nap. When I'm here on my own, nope, not happening. And I have tried everything. Almost every day now, we go for a walk or we go, you know, do some kind of activity that will wear him out. Um, I pushed his nap back a little bit. I tried rearranging his meals to make sure that he's not hungry. I will put him in the bed or I'll get him to climb up in the bed. He'll at least do that much because I offer him to nurse. So he gets in his bed. We'll nurse. We'll read two books. And then I'll set... He has this little dog that does plays music. We'll set the dog for 10 minutes of music. So that's, you know, at least 15 minutes of nursing and cuddling. I'll rub his head. Everything's great. The moment I get up, this kid is just like up, banging on the door, opening his drawers... And closing them, and this, that, and the other, and just throwing a fit and carrying on. So it's not been, it's been really exhausting already to deal with that. And when he is crying and screaming like that, I don't get anything done because I can't think straight. Because that is like, that sound is the equivalent of like a car alarm for moms. I'm sure I don't need to tell any of you that. That's just nature. And I don't want to turn off of his monitor and miss you know, if something happens, or also a lot of the time that's when he poops, so I have to try and figure out, okay, well, it's five minutes in, he's quieted down for 30 seconds, and now he's crying again. Is he crying again because he pooped, or is he still crying because he's upset it's nap time, you know, and etc. So when do I go check on him? When do I change his diaper? You know, but anyway, so I can't really, like, opt out of hearing him cry and I can't get anything done 
while he's like that, and I can't put the crib back together because I can't bend down and pick him up. So it's been extremely stressful for me. And then not only is that stressful and I'm not getting anything done and I'm very just like flustered and upset and questioning myself, but like also he's in a bad mood all afternoon because he's tired. And I know he's tired because if we like go in the car, he falls asleep. (sighs) So it sucks. Um, I really think that like he, I think that just most kids don't really want to take a nap And I think when he was in the crib, he just ran out of things to distract himself with because, you know, when he was in the crib, we had gotten to, he was good at napping. He would nap for three hours and some days he'd fuss a little bit when I put him down, but usually he would just kind of like do his thing. I'd put a book in there and he'd look at the book and then go to sleep. But I think now he's got the option to get up and play with toys and, you know, open and close the dresser drawers and bang on the door. And I just think it distracts him enough to keep him awake. Um, and maybe I guess at nighttime it doesn't bother him because it's dark out and he's tired and he's like, oh, it's bedtime. I'll go to sleep. So that's my current situation. On top of, um, on top of this, we are still potty training I'm not particularly taking, like, the most aggressive approach, and maybe I'm not doing everything exactly right, but I've had to make the decision to do things, like, in a way that's going to work for me. Um, like, I try to be as consistent as possible for him, and I try to, you know, do everything as right as possible. I use right in quotations, but, like, also... I can't sacrifice any more of my sanity. And, like, that's just how it's got to be. So, like, some if I can be in there around him, he's naked. If I've got to be in and out of the kitchen and laundry room and all that, he's got underwear on. And if I have a friend coming over, he's going to wear a diaper. That's just kind of where we're at right now. And I feel like, you know, that works for us. And, like, I really don't mind scrubbing pee off the floor or dumping poop out of his underwear. (laughs) Uh, But it also can really be, like, the cherry on top when I'm having a stressful morning and – or really when I'm having a stressful afternoon and he didn't nap. And then there is now poop on the floor or whatever. I mean, knock on wood and praise Jesus, but it hasn't been in, like – a gross one. It's just, they've been, like, solid enough, I mean, to not get in the carpet. Usually I can, I mean, I am good at noticing his cues, and there hasn't been a lot of poop on the floor, but literally this kid knows, like, the second that I leave the room or, like, go to do anything. Like, I went out in the backyard yesterday, I think it was yesterday, to, um, have a little vegetable garden. It's small and, um, phallic shaped (laughs) by accident. That's my favorite part. I planted, like, little zucchinis, but I compost and a butternut squash grew out of the compost and it climbed up the hill. So, like, literally my garden looks like a dick. It's amazing. My friend, uh, did drone shots for, 
our band's music video and like you can truly see how dick like my garden is but anyway that's off topic um i was out there um just like peeking at my vegetables real quick to see if anything needed to be picked yet and uh it was like two minutes maybe When I come back in, there's, like, a nice poop on the floor right in front of the door. I'm like, thank you for that. So, like, let me just step over this to get inside. So, anyway, um, dealing with that. And, um, and I also have to say that, like, I don't have high expectations for him to be potty trained super quickly. Um, and especially because he is still young. But that also can be just another thing that's a little frustrating and a little disappointing when I'm already feeling how I'm feeling about everything else. It's like, oh, and on top of that, no matter what I do, you know, you're not potty trained. Um, But what I will say on a positive note in the potty training realm is that Oliver did... um, So he pooped on the potty once, and that was when I, like, noticed that he needed to go. Um, And I have also gotten him to pee a few times by noticing cues, but he did sit himself down to pee once. Twice. Twice now. I think I, yeah, it was two times. So anyway, that was also very exciting. Um, And yeah. So it's progress, and when he wants to go on the potty, if he has a diaper or pants or something on, he'll go pssst. Uh, so that's also great. So I am happy about that. So some progress has been made, but, you know, not a lot. But I'll take what I can get, and I'm okay if this is a long, slow process um, while he is still developmentally where he is now. If Once he gets to the age where... You know, we can have a real conversation about it. Like, no, sir. You know, we've been at this long enough. But where he is right now, it's still not 100% whether he understands, you know, concepts like this. Um, Like, I think I have an idea about how much he can understand, but do I really know? No, not, I won't know until he can tell me, you know. So, I'm okay with where we are right now, even though, of course, I wish he was just using the potty. Um, you know, it's something. So, that's nice. Um, and then another negative about this, I'm almost embarrassed to say, but I've, sometimes I get, sometimes there's things that I get embarrassed to say or that I don't want to admit on here. And then I have to remind myself that, like I said earlier, you know, this is why we're here. Like, I'm supposed to share everything. So, I will share the thing that I did wrong. I created a monster. Um, uh, he, so at this stage, Oliver understands. Like, if I say go to the potty, he'll go to it. And sometimes I can get him to sit on it. Uh, some, a lot of the time, not without incentive. Early on, he was interested and happy about everything, but he did not want to sit still on the potty for long enough to go. And I knew I just needed to get him to sit on that potty, 
you know, I knew that, like, I needed to get him to, to learn, oh, I peed or I pooped. And then I needed to get him to learn, oh, I'm peeing, I'm pooping. And then I needed to get him to learn, ooh, I'm about to pee, I'm about to poop. Um, but I just needed to get him on that, sit on that potty. So I had this brilliant idea to, um, to get a potty song on my phone and let him watch it. And he loved it. And he would sit there and watch the potty song every time he went, he wanted it. And this has been a few weeks now and it is amazing to watch how quickly they grow at this age because it went from him just like kind of sitting there and like looking at me to grabbing to going, da, ah, you know, and grabbing his hand out, which I figured out meant that he wanted the video. To now, show, show, show. So he learned the word show. And it's very annoying and very cute. Um, (laughs) But he'll say it all the time, guys. Like, all day. Show, show, show. And, oh, it is just terrible. Like, he does not want to sit on the potty without the phone. Um, Although I will say, when he... uh, One of the times that he peed on the potty, he did, he had already been sitting there and I had already given him my phone and he didn't go. And, um, I took the phone away and he got up and then he went and sat back down on the potty and was whining and I knew he wanted, he just wanted my phone. But that was the time when he peed and he didn't have my phone. So, again, when I say there is some progress, even though there's some bad progress too. So, okay, I hate that he wants a show all the time. Whether he's on the potty or not. But always on the potty. Very frustrating. Makes me wish that I had never given him the phone. But then if I hadn't, what was I supposed to do to get him to sit still? Like, (laughs) my mind is just like a mess with all this right now. And I I truly don't know the answer. Um, And then he'll also like do other things on my phone. So like, if I give him... I'll give him my phone sometimes to get him to just, like, be quiet. Like, in the morning when I'm not ready to get out of bed, sometimes I'll put my phone on kids' mode and let him play. In kids' mode, I've mentioned it before on here briefly, it's just got, like, games and different things. Like, there's no way for your kid to buy anything or, like, find anything inappropriate on the web and different things like that. But YouTube does not go on kids' mode. And I don't know if there's, like, a YouTube kids' that's safe for kids mode or not. I don't know because I just felt like I'm not downloading YouTube kids. Whatever. I don't care. But when I sit him on the potty and hand him the YouTube video, it's not on kids mode. So he can really access my whole phone. And God, he calls people all the time. Leaves people voicemails of him just like making noises or saying hello and then hanging up. Um... And, like, video calls people, takes a lot of pictures of his feet. Thank God that's all. Uh, It's just, it's a mess. So, that's frustrating. And the whole, I'm a little bit, honestly, just, like, a little bit embarrassed and ashamed that, like, my kid is a phone addict already. Like, I never wanted it to get to that degree. And... Yeah, I have my phone on me a lot throughout the day, but I am 
oftentimes I, it takes me like hours to read my text messages and, you know, respond to things like that. So that's not what I'm doing. I'm usually listening to podcasts or listening to music. I'm, um, trying to maintain the social media for my band or, you know, share things in the Swearing Mamas group or do a whole number of things that are not just playing on my phone. Like, I'm truly, I truly don't feel like I'm one of those people who has to be constantly connected. Um, however, at the same time, I definitely do go on Facebook um, as like a, I don't want to say distraction, but basically like when I'm feeling stressed out or emotional, I definitely will like just do that to decompress, just scroll and scroll on Facebook or Twitter. Um, but I don't think that I'm, like, out of control with it, but I do think I use my phone for everything. Um, you know, taking pictures, listening to things, watching things, you know, business things, and social, like, texting and calling, and so I guess that, like, maybe he does see me on my phone a lot, and maybe that has set a bad example. I just never thought of it that way, because, like I said, I, I mean, I wasn't just sitting on there, like, screwing around. Um, but anyway, um, that's really frustrating to me and I'm not really sure what to do. He does have a potty training DVD that he'll watch, um, like on the TV, which I feel a little bit better about because at least like when it's on the TV, he can help play while watching it versus on the phone. He's just sitting there holding it and I don't like that. Um, but I don't, I mean, with that DVD, he's still, he'll watch it, but I don't think it'll keep him on the potty. So, I will go ahead and open this up. It's one of those instances where if anyone has advice, I'd love to hear it. Um, Because, yeah, I don't, I really don't know what to do. And it's at the point where I, like, don't want to give him my phone. And I literally can't even sit next to him and answer a text message because his hands are on my phone like on my screen he's jumping in front of me to like call people and do different things on and it's like I can't even answer a text and it's extremely frustrating um so yeah if anyone's had experience with this kind of thing please let me know and if you had experience with your kid not focusing while on the potty what did you do um, I thought a potty video was a great choice because I told, I told my husband, I said, you know, even if he only wants to sit here and watch the potty video, he's being brainwashed and I'm all right with brainwashing my kid into potty training. But that, I said that and I had that attitude before he decided to start doing other things on my phone and watching 600 videos and literally screaming and throwing himself on the floor when I take the phone away. So... That's another reason that, like, my life has been a nightmare because he constantly wants the phone. Like, he's constantly going, sitting himself on the potty and going, show, 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 or even not sitting on the potty but still asking for a show or trying to grab my phone or just generally being in a bad mood because, you know, whatever. He either wants me to pick him up or put on, give him my phone or whatever. Vim and Vigor is a paper goods brand based out of Clarksville, Tennessee that makes the point to embrace the fun, honest, sarcastic parts of life and has an honestly real card that's perfect for any occasion. They're always growing, so if you don't have it now, they definitely will soon. 
Check out all the goods Vim and Vigor has to offer at vimvigordesigns.com slash shop. And for all Swearing Mamas listeners, place your order before September 30th and get 10% off any order over $20 with the code SWEAR10. That's SWEAR, then the number 10. vimvigordesigns.com slash shop. So, on a related note to the shows and the phone... He loves Elmo now, and it's super adorable. He kind of tries to say Elmo, Emma, um, and he, the original video I was giving him for potty training was this, uh, that it's, what is it called? Coca Melon potty training video, which it's a great song. Um, and words to live by. If you get that funny feeling way down low, you should stop what you're doing and go, go, go. But, uh, now he's on to Elmo, and it, for a while it was at least the Elmo Potty Time video, but now it's just, it's mostly almost sing-along. Like, there's, like, Old McDonald that he watches every time. He loves the Old McDonald video, and then some Daniel Tiger video about sharing, which we have never seen Daniel Tiger in our life. He just found it on YouTube and loves it. But, um... His love for Elmo is beyond that because he's got this book, like a board book, that is a Sesame Street uh, word book, and the child brought it to me one day and said, Elmo, and I just, like, lost it, Um, and, like, when he was a baby, we would read but then for the past few months, we've been going through a phase of him just wanting to flip through books on his own. He'll look at them right side up, flip through them, point at them like he's reading. But the second I try to read them, he like snatches it out of my hand and closes it. Not interested. Well, that has ended, which I'm very happy to say. Um, he now lets me read him books and I love it. Uh, we have a <laughs> There was a book I forgot we had that I had gotten. I think my friend Rachel got it for me. If not, and someone else got it, then I'm sorry. But it was at uh, the baby shower, and it's a grumpy cat little golden book. (laughs) Um, But he's got all kinds of really great books that I've been really excited to be able to read. Um, I think there's one called What What Will We Do Today, Mommy? I think is what it's called, and I really like that one. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so I'm loving reading to him, and the Sesame Street book is his definite favorite. And... It has like a little bit of a story, but it's a lot. A lot of it is just words, and they're pointing to the words, and they're trying to, you know, learn word identification. So, um, we read that book a lot, and he really surprised me that he can obviously he can point out Elmo, um, but he will. I will say like eight times out of ten, he'll point out the sun, uh, the trash can, the door. Um, the tree, and then it's about 50-50 if he'll get the fire truck right. Uh, and then I think that's it. There are a couple more that he can, that he'll sometimes get right. A lot of the time he, oh, broom. He's got broom, which I think that is just because he discovered the broom recently. (laughs) We have a, um, we have a broom that, like, it, you can disassemble it into two, like 
the handle comes off basically. So it's short, like tiny. I don't, I guess just for storage purposes. And Seth took it. So it's currently with Oliver's toys, which is probably totally sanitary, but Oliver like loves it. And we'll just like carry the broom around because now it's his size. So, <laughs> so now he knows the broom too in the book. And, um, yeah, I was just was really like excited and thought it was cute. And I was very impressed that he could identify any of the words, let alone the ones there, like, I usually was just pointing to them myself, but I just, on a whim, one day was like, can you show mommy the sun? And he pointed to it, and I was like, whoa. Um, so, yeah, that was happy for me. Um, let's see. What else? He, um... He has started to learn how to spin, like spin around in a circle, and he jumps, (laughs) which are both really cute. I have no idea where he learned spinning in circles. I'm guessing from one of his friends, but I never, like, saw anyone teach it to him. It's just one day he started doing it, and I just started laughing. And then we would, we were like, spin around and around, so he would do it. Anytime we say spin around and around, he'll do it. And then, um, I know where he learned jumping. He was with some of his friends who are, like, two and three-ish. They're mostly, like, two and two and a half. But anyway, they had, like, a little mini trampoline in the house. And he was jumping on that with them. And then came home and started bouncing in his... This was before we disassembled the crib. He was bouncing in the crib. And he then bounced on the couch, which, of course, I had to tell him not to do. Um, but he'll also, like, jump on the floor if we tell him to jump, and it's just, like, so funny to watch kids jump, honestly. He, like, bends, crouches down all low and, like, does his arms, too. Like, you know, when you jump, you use your arms for force. He, like, does that whole number, but then never leaves the ground. Uh, maybe, like, takes, like, a big step forward, but he's so happy. It is honestly so funny, and I love it. Um, he has taken one of my little demitasse it's like an espresso mug um which basically just looks like a mug for babies (laughs) and he just reached up off of the because i have a hutch where i keep um so i'm a bit of a coffee person (laughs) i have an espresso machine a french press a keurig um and like a pour over set all up there as well as like my tea stuff and I guess he just reached up and got an espresso mug down and decided that was his and it's so funny because I've taken it a few times to like wash it and he somehow gets it again like I don't know how I'm leaving it where he can reach it but anyway that is his coffee mug and he will sip out of it and everything like makes the slurping noises and it is so funny to me um, so he also is really interested in the coffee station. So when I make espresso, I'll always like tell him what I'm doing. So I'm like, yeah, you're going to be making me espresso soon. As soon as you can handle hot water. Um, but anyway, um, he also started learning how to play with cars. Uh, we have like hot wheels and then like a bigger plastic car and, I was babysitting, so Seth got out some of his old cars 
for those little boys to play with because they're a little bit older than Oliver. Um, one is two and one's three. And Oliver started playing with them and he loves them. So cars are like one of his favorite things right now. So he really loves cars and Elmo's. Elmo's? Cars and Elmo. Um, so yeah, that's, it's always just fun to see him, you know, start to properly play with things. Not that, not that I care if he plays with things quote unquote wrong, but, uh, up until this point, it's, it's been a lot of just like moving things and putting things in other containers and, you know, age appropriate, I guess. But like, it is very cute to see him roll a car across the floor is what I'll say. Um, he has learned a couple words, so I already mentioned he says show now, (laughs) um, which, and you know, I, I say that I'm frustrated about that, and I am, but I will say again that I would rather him say show than just, ah, um, so, even though it is annoying and frustrating, it's less annoying than trying to figure out why he's whining. So, it is a given and take, and I have to, like, stop and remind myself of those things in, in moments, you know? So, he says show, but he also started to say eat. Uh, it's one of those ones that he won't say on his own, but if I ask him, like, are you hungry? Do you want to eat? Sometimes he'll say eat. Um, which, speaking of that, he's eating, like, nonstop right now. The kid is a monster. I guess he's in a growth spurt, which probably also, I mean, I would think that'd make him nap more, but maybe it's somehow giving him a burst of energy or something. The kid is, like, eating nonstop. Um, but he's also started to say thank you, which I love. Um, and then probably, probably my most favorite update about Oliver is that now in the mornings, uh, when, so when, you know, he'll get up and he'll come to bed to nurse, come to my bed to nurse. And, um, Seth will like usually get him while he's getting ready is when he wakes up. So Seth will bring him in for me and I'll usually be like 90% asleep still. (laughs) And I'll like fall asleep while he's nursing. Well, Oliver will, often like stop nursing and grab my face and kiss it and say I love you oh my god you guys it just melts my heart so he does it totally unprompted which is like one of those things that I think you wait so long for as a mom because it's like when they're a baby and they're falling asleep on your chest. It's so sweet and it feels like pure love. And the way that they look up at you when they're young, you know, all of those things are so special. But for all the times that you tell them how much you love them and all the kisses you give them and, and everything, like, it's so amazing to finally have that given back to you a little bit without prompting. So, um... It makes my morning, even though it can be so stressful and hard after that, like, that's the best part of my day pretty much every day right now. That, and then, you know, he's oftentimes very sweet before bed, too. Um, so yeah. 
gives me kisses and say I love you. Oh, and this is another <laughs> new thing he's saying, which is very silly to me, but again, helpful. Uh, when nursing, he'll say switch sides. <laughs> and it's just very silly. I've got to say, like, I always thought that I was, I guess I thought before I was a mom that it was like, oh, well, once your kid can say something like that, they're too old to nurse. But, in fact, I don't believe that now. Um, I mean, he's not even two. He doesn't understand. He he can't understand, like, why I would be telling him, well, we're not nursing anymore. And that's no shame if you have stopped because, you know, do whatever is best for you and your kid. Um, and there are certainly times when I have wanted to stop. And we won't go forever, but, um, at this time we're going to continue. And I think it's very funny that he'll pop off and go, sassize, sassize. So he's cracking me up and amazing me and, uh, annoying me all at once with all of his new things. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all of his new stuff. And then, update for me, um, I did recently make some poetry books. It's like a little chat book, like a zine, sort of, that I have bound by hand, and I wrote the poems and printed it and everything myself. Um, and so if, if you'd like, to, I'm selling them for $5. If you'd like to buy one, uh, you can go on my Instagram classy ass mommy <laughs> and uh comment or message me if you uh want to order one but yeah so that's kind of the my latest thing and then my band is uh, we just released a single recently my band is called panda forces we do the intro song here um but yeah and we are releasing an album September 22nd. And if you are in the Nashville area, we are doing a, a show for to celebrate the album release September 22nd. So, yeah, follow Panda Forces Band if you are interested in any of that. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we did shoot a music video. So I don't know when that will be out yet, but... Really exciting. Lots of really exciting things happening. Um, and then in my personal life, it's just kind of been like a shit show. Like, I just have been feeling like I'm clashing with everyone. I hate when I have times like this. I hate when my mental health is just down in garbage disposal no matter how hard I try. It's like, shit. It's like I can't stop criticizing myself. And it's like I can't get along with people, which sucks because, like, I try so hard to not have issues with anyone. Um, but here we are, you know, like it just happens. Like even if I'm not having an issue with someone, like they might make me feel a certain way based on the way the conversation we had. And like, that really sucks. Um, so yeah, just like all of that has maybe not been good. Um, between that, Oliver not napping, Oliver wanting a show all the time. Like I've just had like the worst week. And I really and truly hope that next week is better. Um, I'm trying my best here. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, 
I guess that's my life. And then before I go, I did have a story I wanted to read. So I thought this was so funny. Uh, This is from Katie. And her son just started kindergarten. And it says, me, did you make any friends? Finley, yeah, I sit next to a girl named Internet. Me, trying to be sensitive and accepting of unique names. Oh, that's great, Finley. Brief pause. Do you know how that is spelled? Finley, you tell me. I'll give you a hint. It starts with an A. Me, really confused and curious, but desperately trying to not make fun of some kindergartner's name. Hmm, I'm not sure. Hey, let's look through the pictures on my phone that we took during the open house and see if we can read the names your teacher had on the chalkboard. Finley, okay. Me, so I see Charles, Donovan, Finley, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Me, Liam, Antoinette, Finley, that's it, internet. See, I told you. Me, oh, Finley, that's pronounced Antoinette. Finley, very matter of fact. (laughs) Okay, but I call her internet. So, so definitely that's my fear. That's my fear story of the week. Cracked me up. Um, so yeah, I guess that's everything. Um, but yeah, give us a follow everywhere at Swearing Mamas. And if you guys have any other funny stories like that one, uh, feel free to message them to us. Email us at swearingmamas at gmail.com. Um, or if you have feedback or advice for me about my uh, little nightmare of a toddler or, um, you know, whatever it may be, definitely, um, you know, send it to Swearing Mamas or me at my classy ass mommy Instagram or Twitter. I feel like I need a new name. Do you guys have any name ideas? Classy ass mommy was so funny to me when I wrote it. And now I'm like, I don't know. Before that, it was alien vampire princess. I think that, like, I'm extra. (laughs) I think maybe I'm extra, guys. What do you think? All right. Well, everyone have a nice week. Bye.